Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 235. What's the difference between a real estate agent and a realtor? I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. First off, I want to start with this. There's a lot of questions out there. Realtor, non-realtor, what is it? Is it a realtor? What, what is this thing? How come not all agents are it? Well, I'm sure you guys as real estate agents might have a little bit of a deeper understanding in the public. I'm going to break it down for you right here. That way we can have a better understanding. Both a real estate agent and a realtor are licensed professionals who can help clients transact in real estate. The difference between being a realtor and not a realtor is paying an association due and signing on to what they call their code of ethics. Realtors are subject to the Professional Development Organization National Association of Realtors Code of Ethics. This means that they've got to follow the rules of loyalty, truthfulness, cooperation, and so much more. This is great for the consumer is what they tell you. National Association of Realtors is a consumer-driven business, they say, and it's about getting your client the best attention and care possible, knowing that realtors tend to be higher in education because they have more continued education available to them. Now, that said, I've been a real estate agent and a realtor for different amounts of years. When I started my company, I was going to be just real estate agents and not realtors, but the reason that we ended up having to join realtor was the control that they have over the industry. When we went to join into MLS for Cape Cod, as well as the MLS for Rhode Island, we were unable to do so without being a member. We had already been a member of MLS PIN, which allowed us to just pay more to not be a realtor and be a member of their thing. But now that we've gone into these other areas, we're not even able to do business. Eventually, do I believe that the entire association of realtors will come under enormous amounts of lawsuits and pressure? Of course I do. They're an organization that's been around for a long time that's manipulated people for years and years and years and years. And they take one of the largest fees annually from all real estate agents that are realtors, $600 to $700 annually, and they don't even care if you're struggling. They don't even care what's going on in you. They care that they get their money and that's it. While I understand huge benefits come from them, I also find it very lacking the attention that they take and the amount that they give for the amount of money that is involved. When we get involved with Realtor, some of the things that we get for benefits, well, you get access to the MLS system. Not sure I'd call that a benefit as much as almost borderline extortion because if you don't have access to the MLS system as a Realtor, then what do you do? They shouldn't control those types of things, nor should there be any MLSs, to be honest with you. I'm sure some website will come along that'll do a better job displaying the listings, getting the information, and getting people's hands out of the pie that's there because the end of the day, people want to see listings and the evolution of real estate has always been the more info we give the client, the more empowered we make the client, the better and faster it grows. We can see back in the day, the National Association of Realtors, everyone around them, they all didn't like giving out addresses, didn't like telling people prices unless they called in all this stuff. And guess who came along? Zillow the arch nemesis or the best friend of a real estate agent. Some people look at it as the enemy. Some people look at it as the best friend. Why the enemy? Well, they took a lot of the power away from the agent, right? You had to be more honest. You had to actually put the listing address. You had to put the price. You had to put everything about it and not just field phone calls and then try to switch the person to something else later on. So Zillow came in and swiped that up. 
It also created a lot of transparency for clients to help themselves, which some agents weren't used to. They were used to being the only go-to, so they really didn't have to work that hard, right? They could sit back and wait for the person to reach out to them. Now we all have to go out and really work hard because we have to prove ourselves. And because of the fact that we have cooperation throughout, we have to be able to sell each other's listings, which this Zillow tool allows people to see. Now, over the years, Zillow transformed. They became a brokerage. And to be honest with you, they kind of backed down on their fight with Realtor because they now are a Realtor company. A lot of people don't realize it, but Zillow has transformed from the company they once were to a licensed brokerage to a member of Realtor and also a syndicator of the MLS. Whereas they used to be putting it together piece by piece, they're now just syndicating that same IDX data and they're paying hundreds if not thousands of IDX providers in order to put all the houses into one place. So again, being a realtor is really about being subject to the National Association of Realtors Strict Code of Ethics, which goes over loyalty, truthfulness, cooperation with competitors, and a whole bunch of other duties for that realtor brokerage. Now, one thing to remember is if you're joining a company and they're a realtor, once a realtor, always a realtor, every agent has to be a realtor, not just some. So if you join a company that's already a realtor organization, you're going to have to join, you're going to have to pay your dues. The dues come on annually. They come out in November. Of course, the National Association of Realtors, who cares so much for us, has not learned to move their bill till April, May, June, July, August, September, October. When agents are busy, no, let's do it in the wintertime. Let's build them and let's charge them way more money if we finance them because we can just suck them like that if they can't afford the one-time payment. As you can tell, I have a little bias. I barely like the group. I am a member. I pay them. I'm not talking bad about them. But man, they could certainly help us out more. Other benefits you get while well, being a realtor would be some group insurances, there's some group advertising, there's some discounts through affinity programs, there's different continued education available free, and then there is probably the most valuable resource, which would be the attorney. So as a realtor, you can have one member of your realtor organization be the contact point in the National Association of Realtors has a attorney available for legal overview of different things that you have going on in your brokerage to figure out if what you're doing is being done correctly and within all legal scope. Again, guys, difference between a realtor and a real estate agent is the difference between paying the fees. Don't let it be the difference between being good. You can be a real estate agent and study hard. You can be a realtor and study hard. You can be a realtor and not study. You can be a real estate agent and not study. The truth is the more you know, the more you earn, and that's about it. Guys, I hope this helps you understand what a realtor is versus what a real estate agent is and better understand in the process of figuring out what brokerage to work at. If you'd like to join us over here at Movementum Realty, we'd love to have you. We're always hiring both new and existing real estate agents and helping them take their business to the next level. Thanks again, and I look forward to talking to you next week.